It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I know some of you may not like it, but these new changes coming to the SEC, it it could help Auburn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. The everydayers know this, but every Tuesday we celebrate Charlie Tuesday by being joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. And we're starting to see some reports, Charlie Five, trickle out throughout the national media about how the SEC is going to deal with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma regarding scheduling. Because we all agree there's a bunch of flaws in the current scheduling system. What a great way we can kind of relaunch it and rebrand it in a way that benefits the entire conference. So just to catch everybody up, up to this point, there's been really two options that have been discussed. There's been eight games, which... You already play eight games. Yes, but there's protected rivalries. There's multiple protected rivalries. That's not going to be the case anymore. In this eight-game model, there would be one protected rival. So for Auburn, that would be who? Alabama. Alabama. The Iron Bowl would stay intact, we assume. And then the other seven would rotate. The other one is nine games, which I have been pro for most of it. You're giving the thumbs down. Because then you would have three protected games and the other six would rotate. And the idea of this is you get to every student athlete, if they played four years, they would get to play every other team in the SEC. I believe in both locations. I believe that's the thought process there. I'm not exactly positive how the math works out, but that, that's a big part of the thought process behind these. And as talks have gone on and on and on, Charlie Five, it seems like the more likely option at this point is the eight-game model, meaning... Auburn would lose Georgia. The deep South's oldest rivalry would go away and no longer be an annual game. So sad. A lot of people are going to be bummed by this. You and I. Not I. This is better for Auburn. Oh, this is the great. I mean, this is so, this is perfect for Auburn. I'm, 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 I don't want to hear. Uh, and I know it's going to be in the comments. Oh, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And blah, 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 blah. I don't care about that. Okay. What I want is I want the best road, an equal road, the most equal road for, for everybody to get to the playoffs, SEC championship, whatever. And playing the, the, the nine game model with three, the three permanent rivalries of like Alabama, Georgia, and LSU or whoever it, else it was, we're going to put in there. It's suicide. I mean, it's 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 basically it's just a, it's like a it's impossible to to continue to do that over and over every single year. I know we've done it. I know we've done it at times in the past. But if you want to have these flash in the pan seasons every so often, fine. If that, that if if that's what makes you content, great. I would much rather have a more sustainable path of success. And this this seven seven uh, rotating teams mm-hmm. uh, model with only one permanent is is fantastic. Here's another thing: we get to play a lot of different teams, like all the t- all the time. Your schedule's different, like all the time, and that's that's what I know. We we rotate in the two Eastern 
uh, teams or whatever every so often. We play like a home and home, mm-hmm. and then it rotates. Like this is going to be like a new. I mean, it's like new football every single year, and and I personally love that. I think it's a lot more fun. Brings open a lot more uh, opportunities for different road trips, like quickly, not having to sit there and wait for wait for the the, the right, every four years. Around. That's the point, right? Yeah, I love I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's not Big like fan. okay, we played Florida. We'll play him again in a decade. You know, that's not really kind of what we're looking at anymore, which which is which is solid. But I think with the expansion of the college football playoff to 12 teams in the future, and Hugh Freeze's vision to getting there, I think this just makes sense to be excited totally. about if you're Auburn. And none of this is official. This is all just kind of reports. Um, 247's got some national stuff out there on it. SI put something out on it, um, you know, Monday night, but I, I think, I think this is a, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for Auburn that the path to the college football playoff hypothetically, hypothetically gets easier, but let's just be clear. It doesn't get easy. Like when all of a sudden people are like, well, you got to beat the best. Well, win the sec, if you keep winning games in the sec, you will play the best teams. Like exactly. It's just like, can you just imagine if it's set up in a similar way than it is now, and we assume that divisions will be out, right? We're just, and so it's the top two teams. And let's just assume you're Auburn and your protected rivalry is the Iron Bowl. You got to, and let's say maybe you don't play a Georgia, but you're probably going to play an LSU or, you know, somebody else is a top five team. So let's say, let's say you beat LSU one year and then you find a way to, to beat Alabama. They're undefeated. You beat them. And right. then, depending on how other things happen in the SEC and the SEC championship game, you'd either play Alabama again or you'd play Georgia. And then all of a sudden, like if you're not doing enough and you're in one of these hosting sites, let's say you're at eight seed or something like that, you would host another team and you've got Oregon coming to Auburn to play in this playoff or Ohio State or USC. And let's say you win that game. Up, oh, then you got to play Alabama or Georgia again. And right. like, there's no avoiding it. Yeah. It, like it, it's, it's no reason to play them three times a season. There's just Absolutely. no value in that. Absolutely not. And, and I think, and I'm hoping like maybe we can get to a point and this is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack, but like get away from like, start putting more value on playoff appearances and uh, conference championships and, and things like that. than than rivalry wins. I keep seeing these tweets over like, I know, and this is this. We were talking about Georgia, and this is Alabama. But mm-hmm. oh, we're zero and six versus Alabama. This uh, uh, in the big three sports that stinks. Whatever, and it's like okay. But in two of the three, we went to the tournament. We went to the we went into the national we, the, the 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 tournament for baseball. We're we're a regional host in in baseball. That is the like the number one, almost the number one goal. Yeah, yeah got to, a better for, seed. Got a better yeah. seed in, uh, than than your rival did. And yeah. we're sad. And we're sad about losing to Alabama. Like who cares? We're hosting a freaking regional, and we made it. We made it to the NCAA tournament basketball, which is one of the very few times we've ever made it. Uh, so like, I'm hoping maybe this. Maybe this is is something a, a start of something. Maybe we can kind of get to where we're we're we've got pathways now, or we're working on pathways to get get to postseason. That that's that's what I want to see. I want to see postseason, yeah. not rivalry highlights. Like I'm I'm just I'm, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm with you. I'm with you. And we're going to talk about all of those big three sports today. Something a little different, but there's just news all over the place. Coming up, Lindsey Crosby, 
baseball's Lindsey Crosby. We'll preview the Auburn Regional. That's in the third segment. But coming up, Janai Broom. He's back. And the Auburn basketball team should be very, very good this upcoming season. We discuss that in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Charlie Five, when you have a snack, do you want there to be a million calories in it? Absolutely not. Do you want it to be disgusting? No, I like tasty. Okay, Built Bar sounds like something that you might be interested in because it's delicious. Every bar is covered in delicious, decadent chocolate. Uh, Very high in protein, very low in calories. So those checks off all the boxes of the things that we just described and a snack. And so uh, built, go to built.com. They've got all kinds of different flavors. Do you like options, Charlie five, or do you want to be like tied down to one thing? I prefer multiple options. If once again, built bar seems to be, uh, seems to be the option. Do you like the ability to order and wait? And also if you really just have a hankering, you can go and get one yourself. Once again, more options. Is that something that appeals to you? You kidding me? I got options. Count me in. Built bars are now uh, <laughs> they're now available to be found um, in Walmart, Sam's Club, and several other local grocery stores, as well as Built.com. And if you order online, use promo code LOCKEDON15, all one word, no spaces, LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your order. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Charlie Fox, Janai Broom, the Auburn Center, tested the NBA waters. Bruce Pearl kind of said yesterday on Twitter that he would have gone in the second round. I don't know if I fully buy that, but I think it's great marketing. Bruce Pearl, well done. I'm not going to argue with you because you are way smarter than me. But Janai Broom is back, which kind of got a little testy. But I'll tell you what, Charlie Five, as soon as he started kind of like teasing Auburn fans a little bit, like Auburn people, you know, Monday's going to be big. And then yesterday, he tweeted out like Auburn family with a heart, and everybody's like, "Oh no, he's gone. He's gone." I'm I like, "No, no, I, I don't." I'm like that would have been bad. Like that would have been a yeah. bad look if he was like teasing folks and then didn't come back. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that he uh, sure. he told the staff yesterday that he was returning. I I wasn't gonna get nervous until I saw us bring in another big Got on it. a visit out of the portal because I kind of feel like. Janai wouldn't leave Bruce hanging like that. You know what sure. I mean? Like that would be that would be big time, big time to take us all the way to the, you know, all the way to the end and and, and kind of you know and then drop us right there at the end without an option to to replace him. I I, I was if somebody came in on a visit, I was going to get nervous. I, I was kind of wait. I was waiting on. I was waiting for the let's run this back graphic or whatever whatever it says. Uh, he says thing. I'm back. I think is what yeah. it said. So, and he was I'm, very I'm, I'm, large on that court in that graphic, by the way. Yeah, and I mean, let's let's just be, let's just uh, say say what it is. Like, more than likely, this was a hey, look what I did, look what I did in the uh, workouts. I could go in the second round. Hey, you got to help me with nil. Like, it could have been, you know, so there was probably some negotiations there too. So, and I hope. And it's my understanding he was pretty well taken care of already. Sure, sure. You know, but, you know I got- he. 
His value right now. It's up. I, I was having this conversation with somebody. I felt like his value at this moment may be as high as it could possibly get. And, and, and I say that because he's not going to get taller. He's not going to get faster. He's not going to jump higher. He went in and he, and he performed at an extremely high level against high-level mm-hmm. athletes uh, and, and kind of dominated, if we're, if we're just going to be honest. So I was like, man, if, if, if there's ever a time where he could, you know, leverage anything right now, right now is it. So, uh, and I'm not saying that's, that's exactly what happened, but I'm sure there's a lot to do with that as far as the timeline and and how thing, how things worked out, but glad to have him back. Uh, Man, he could, I mean, you're talking possibly the confidence that he has to have coming off of those camp circuits and workouts. I mean, he's got to be, I mean, you could be talking about a possible, um, all American, uh, all American type season. If he, what he did was great. He was just so limited because he was in foul trouble all the time. Uh, our um, our locked on college basketball host called me when when, when the Janai Broom stuff when he started like really popping at the combine. He's like, dude, where was this all season? I'm like, he was on the bench because he was always in foul trouble. <laughs> like he would take a step and he, you know you'd hear a whistle. And so I think that's something he can get better at. I think that's certainly part of it. You know, can he be available more? And once again, if he's able to play as much as I think Bruce Pearl and Janai Broom want Janai Broom to play, his stats are only going to improve. So we lost Charlie Five. We'll try to effort his return in a second. But I, I think when you look at what Janai Broom offers as a center, um, with Dylan Cardwell probably offering 10 to 12 minutes behind him, I think that's a solid situation, especially when you pair it with this new new group of guys that, that are going to come in and start with, with Aiden Holloway leading the way at the point, Trey Donaldson behind him. And then the other transfers that are coming in Denver Jones, Chad Baker, Mazzara, and then Chanley Johnson. I mean, all of a sudden Auburn Bruce Pearl may have more three point shooters on this team than he's ever had since he's been at Auburn. And like I know everybody's like, well, the Final Four team, you know, he had, you know, he had Bryce and he had Jared and those guys, and it's like, yeah, those guys are very, very good. Um, but I, I think this is going to give you more options, which is something that, man, we we've se- definitely seen this team need over the last two seasons because when everybody went cold, it's like we we ran out of options as far as guys that we could turn to to step up outside of a Jabari Smith, and those guys just aren't going to be on the roster every single year as we saw a year ago. And so just on nights where you know maybe Aiden can't get it going, you can throw it to a Denver Jones a little bit more or Aiden uh, or a uh, Chanley Johnson or Chad Baker Mazzara. Then all of a sudden, you know, maybe Katie Johnson's role looks a little bit more natural and he possibly becomes a more efficient scorer, kind of like we saw him do his freshman year at Georgia. And so there's just so much to love, not like love about this roster. Now that Janai Broom is officially coming back. And this is a big, big roster. I mean, all these guys are like six, seven or better. This is going to be a team that's going to present a ton of matchup problems for opposing teams in the SEC on both sides of the floor. On the offensive side and the defensive side, there's folks that were kind of concerned about rebounding. I don't think that's a concern anymore with Janai Broom coming back. You think I ought to feel good about the five before with Dylan Cardwell 
and, and I guess Cheney Johnson, and then the three with Chad Baker, Mazzara. I mean, there's just a lot of guys to like when you look at this. Chris Moore's probably going to be coming off the bench. I mean, this is a guy that was a starter for you before he kind of got that injury earlier in the season. There's just so much about this team where you're like, okay, at times last season, they were close and they had terrible shooting down the stretch. And then all of a sudden, if like if that just gets a little bit better, but you look at all of the stats that are coming in, assuming it translates, there's just a lot to be excited about. I mean, Bruce Pearl teams, when they have these long shooting slumps, they're still they still find a way to get close. They still find a way to be, you know, not that far out of it to show that they belong. And if they can just be a little bit better on offense than they were a season ago, wow. Daryl and I said this on our Saturday morning show that we dropped where we just talked about basketball the whole time. Be sure to check that out if you want more basketball coverage. But we believe that this is a top four team in the SEC. And I think Janai Broom coming back solidifies that because he could have left. And I think it was Justin Hokinson that wrote about this at, at Auburn Live in the corner message boards where the feeling is Janai Broom kind of got the vibe that Bruce Pearl brought enough back in where they could possibly make a run for something special. And that's something special is a championship, both at the conference level and then obviously postseason action in the NCAA tournament. It's a lot to be excited about. Janai Broom, thanks for coming back to Auburn. Coming up, Lindsey Crosby. Speaking of championships, Auburn baseball could be fighting for one. Lindsey Crosby of AuburnDaily.com and baseball's Lindsey Crosby, as I like to call him. We'll join us to preview this Auburn Regional next, right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Joining us now on Locked on Auburn, it's Lindsey Crosby, Auburn baseball expert. And we now have some more information as the field is set for a little postseason baseball. Of course, Auburn's hosting a regional. We learned that over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But now, uh, as a national seed, they are hosting a, a, a situation where I feel pretty good about it. Hosting yeah. Penn, hosting Sanford, hosting Southern Miss. You told me to pump the brakes a little bit. What team specifically or teams specifically are you saying, hey, okay, you know, this is a team to watch here? So I think the two, it, this sounds this sounds not how I intended. I'm not too worried about Sanford. Okay. Nothing against Sanford. They're the three seed. So Penn is one of those schools that it's an Ivy. Uh, they, they played South Carolina very close to open the season. They won a series against Texas A&M last year. They won their series this year against Tulane, who's in the conference. They have a very talented roster, especially with the pitching. But Southern Miss is kind of a tough draw, and thankfully, you're not going to get them in game one. Southern Miss went 41-17 and 17 this year. They won the Sun Belt. It's their first time playing in the Sun Belt Conference Tournament, and they've got that emotional lift of our coach, Scott Barry is stepping down after the season. He's retiring oh. after a long career. And so, like, we have to win for Scott. And so, it's not the worst draw. Trust me, there are much worse draws in this whole thing. Shout out to uh, 
yeah. some teams like I don't know Alabama maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely the best draw of the state. That's for sure. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> the best draw in the state. Right. You're not a 16 seed Alabama, but it's it's you you can't don't overlook this and start automatically thinking. Okay, what are we doing for supers? You do have to handle your business this weekend. Now Auburn has shown that they can do that, uh, but just. Don't look past this matchup. You'll have Penn on Saturday, on Friday night. And then if you win, you play on Saturday night. And if you win again, you play on Sunday afternoon. So uh, it's a good draw. It's not a great draw, but it's a good draw. And again, it could have been a lot worse. And you are paired with the number four national mm-hmm. seed in Clemson. Right. So that is Clemson. They are hosting uh, Charlotte, Lipscomb, who you have played, and Tennessee. There we go. That's and a it. lot a lot of the statistical predictions actually, despite Clemson being one of the hottest teams in the country, Tiger's so hot right now, uh, predict, a lot of predictions have Tennessee winning that regional. And if that happens and Auburn wins their regional, Plainsman Park would host a super regional. So, which would be incredible. Which would be amazing. That would be uh, fantastic. That would sell out faster than regionals did today, which was like 17 minutes. Yeah, which seems a little long, if I'm being honest with you. It with probably... The- it, probably was faster i just by the time i finally got in and looked yeah i'm like okay it's sold out it's been 17 minutes since the tweet went up it's been at least 17 minutes got it but yeah so tell me all right so obviously strategy with regional with a regional is a little bit different than a super regional super regionals are just it's just a series right it's like a normal weekend series regional plays a little bit different because you have the option you have the option to to play more games in theory but it's just uh, it's a bunch of bunch of double elimination tournaments, and so the important thing is winning the first two games. Mm-hmm. You go two and zero, oh, and somebody will in every regional. Like the odds of you coming out of that regional are very very high. So walk us through in your mind. Auburn will play Penn. We know that they'll play Penn Friday night, six p.m. Central Time. And then if they beat Penn, they'll play the winner of the other game. So Auburn in a perfect world plays Penn and then probably Sanford probably not going to happen that way, but that, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what you want to happen. If you're Auburn pitching has yeah. been a big thing, right? Like does Auburn have two arms that you feel comfortable with kind of getting those first two wins is a long way of me kind of beating around the bush and asking that question. Yeah. And I think the way that it works is part of this depends on the health of Christian Herberholtz, right? He was one of those guys that stepped up in conference play along with Tommy yeah. Vale, along with Chase Alsop. Uh, and and so you've got Tommy Vale as your guy. If it's me, I'm tr- and this is just spur of the moment. We just got this draw a few minutes ago. We're trying to figure this out. I don't necessarily think I'm throwing Tommy Vale in game one oh. against Penn. I'm saving Tommy Vale because I'm likely statistically to face Southern Miss in game two. And Southern Miss has a very good offense. Penn's strength is their pitching. Southern Miss has a very good offense. And so what I'm doing is I'm throwing either Herber Holtz or Alsup in game one. I'm throwing uh, uh, Vale in game two, assuming obviously that I win game one. And again, you're more, you're, you're, what's most likely your path here, assuming Auburn wins their games, is after Penn on Friday, you probably play Southern Miss on Saturday. And if you win that, then you're pl- you're playing the winner of Southern Miss and whoever between Sanford and Penn wins, which I think would pro- probably would be Penn. So you're high on Penn. I've always I'm been a pencil on- guy, but you you like you like Penn. 
High on pin. High on okay. pin. Blue, blue fine points. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so if Auburn wins their first two games, like you said, very, very likely to advance out of the out of the regional. That's just the way it works. But if everything breaks the way that I'm expecting, you're playing the winner of Southern Miss and Penn from Sunday morning on Sunday afternoon. And if you win that, the regional is over. If that other team wins, you have a fourth game on Monday. Mm-hmm. I believe you have the starters between Alsup, Vale, and Herbert Holtz, assuming he's available, which I think he will be. Okay. You have the starters to make it through a weekend like that unless you have to go to that fourth game. And then that's the question of, well, who do we use now? Who, do, who Are we able to save somebody for game four? When you look at Auburn, the biggest advantage in this regional isn't Plainsman Park, in my opinion. It's Butch Thompson. I mean, mm-hmm. all this guy does seemingly is win regionals. Doesn't matter where they are. He just has a knack for winning regionals and pitching is such a big part of that right Mm -hmm. and he's a pitching guy and he's so good at getting his staffs to peak at the right time which certainly seems like that's what's happening does he win another one Lindsay? can butch thompson win another regional in his time at auburn at the risk of jinxing it my very early prediction is yes not only can he win another regional at auburn but it would be this one yeah this is a winnable regional uh this is not a nightmare draw Shout out to some schools who just have an absolute like disaster of a draw. Maybe other uh, ones in the state, even. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe somebody like an Alabama who has to have a Boston College and an angry Troy team in their house. And then if they yeah. win, they get paired with number one overall Wake Forest Yikes. in Winston-Salem. You know, that's right. awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is a winnable regional. Would and- you bet on Alabama in this in the regional? <laughs> Ooh, too soon. Sorry. Um <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder if that's going to be on the board or not. I, I'm, imagine, I'm guessing probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I, like they flushed a lot of that situation. Yeah, so they, who knows? they've already kind of fixed that. Um, I killed your train of thought on that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, you're, you know, you're predicting Auburn to come out of this regional. I'm predicting Auburn yeah. early to come out of this regional. And then if they go to Clemson, I'm predicting that to go to three games. I don't know if that would be who would win in three, which Tigers team would win in three, but I am predicting that would go to three games. Sure. I do want to point out that Plainsman Park, things work differently in regionals. Auburn is at home, but they don't get to treat it like it's their home park. The NCAA controls everything. They control when you can access the field, even the week leading up before the rest of the teams get there. They control Mm -hmm. uh, which, which clubhouse you use or locker room, who's home and who's away and things like that. But the one thing that can change the game about Plainsman Park is the crowd. It's obviously already sold out. Sure. You'll have uh, viewing, you know, standing room only, viewing room, first come, first serve in Operation Atmosphere, the deck, things like that. That is something that can legitimately change and impact a game. And so if you are a fan of Auburn baseball, if you do not, if you're not able to buy third party tickets, still consider coming down, coming out. Being a, being there around the around the the, the park, making yeah. the noise. Butch Thompson has talked before to us in the media about the effect the fans have on the team, how it makes the team better, it makes opposing teams worse. And Auburn is going to need that this weekend. Yep, there's no doubt about it. Lindsey Crosby covering this team better than anyone. Lindsey, where can they find all of that content and information? I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball and all of the Auburn baseball writing, auburndaily.com. 
We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.